0: He's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider.
1: The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show.
0: Got my mojo working. Got my mojo working. Got my mojo Parker, did you know that Layla by Derek and the Dominoes actually featured a guitar solo by Dwayne Allman, who went on to record for the Allman Brothers?
1: No fucking way, dude. I had no idea. Yeah, I guess I'm the only sort of
0: person who would care about that. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris. With me, as always, is Parker. And the new year starts off with a fart and a fizzle. Why... Why, 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 why Why did you make me watch Max Landis' latest
1: masterpiece, Bright? Because I wanted to start the year off right, by hurting you physically and mentally. See, the best thing in the world is that I was going to do
0: this next podcast with, like, oh, my bottom five movies of 2017. I might even make it into a blog post. And I had them pretty well set, and now i got to redo the entire list, because Bright is definitely on there. I don't know where, if I were to order them, but... This movie fucking sucks. Anyway, I, I'm i going to start this off with a brief news segment, just something that I've seen recently. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, the initial cut of Marvel's Black Panther is supposed to run for four hours. I mean,
1: they all do that.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is initial cuts of movies are usually very long, and they're like, oh, we don't need this or that, or we should edit this down or something like that, get under two hours. But a lot of people are asking no 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 don't cut anything we're going to make okay. it an event we're just going to be like oh my god have a four-hour cape shit movie because no. you don't understand it's okay because he's black we need to see all of it i i want you to imagine i don't want to imagine me sitting in a theater in downtown baltimore with my good friend matthew ryan elliott watching black panther for four hours
1: Hey, uh, where's your friend? Oh, he's wearing the black shirt. I mean, African-American <laughs> shirt. Okay. And you just get stomped out. Um, That's how your life ends. I, I, I'm from Rhode Island, not Boston. So uh, He would say African-American Panther until someone hit you in the face. <laughs> I know it with everything in my being.
0: You're just starting off this podcast as, as strong as you can. 2018 is your
1: year, isn't it? Oh, man. What a time to be bright. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, uh, what have you watched recently, Parker? I have so many goodies. I have a really good movie. It's called The Christmas Episode of Hamtara that you made me watch. Yes, yes indeed. Uh, We went over this on the other podcast, which I'll get edited as
0: quickly as possible.
1: Yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore because it hurt me physically. (laughs) I just wanted to remind you that you did that to me. When you asked why I picked this movie, I was hoping that would jog your memory.
0: Oh, right. I'm sorry.
1: I watched a movie called Logan Lucky, and I'm sorry to our dear friend Alex but I didn't love it. Mm. It was it was fine. What's it, what's it like? I
0: mean, what, what kind of genre is it?
1: Uh, it's like Ocean's 11 but with more white trash people. Oh, good. Like everyone's clearly having fun. It's so nice to see Daniel Craig not look like he doesn't want to be in the movie. Like <laughs> he did in Spectre. <laughs> that's a that's a good point. I mean, he's good in it. Adam Driver's good. Channing Tatum's good. Like there's a great cast. I like a, a great time. There's a good time. It's just it felt like it was building something, and then it kept building, and then two hours went by, and I was like, okay. Who knows, maybe I'll go back in two years and love it. It seems to happen with me a lot, because I have horrible taste of movies. Huh. Chris, speaking of great taste. Yes. Let me tell you about a movie called Mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. We didn't mention this on the other podcast. You know, I was so amped up to be, like, talking about, like just the really really horrendously done metaphors and illusions and commentary but then we saw bright so we could just cut all those notes <laughs> so there was you're telling me there was symbolism in there Mother. was a little bit it was subtle and the, frust- the frustrating thing is it does a really good job of doing like dream logic kind of thing mm-hmm. and it I love the premise, like, I had a nightmare, like, two nights later about a similar thing of just people I don't know in my house, and they won't leave, and it was fucking just anxiety-inducing and terrifying, but then Mother just keeps on going, and the problem with all the metaphors is, like, it's so literal, it can't be anything but the biblical stories, <laughs> like, it could not be more on the nose of what it was, so you can't just take it as an allegory, because... It's literally two brothers show up in the house, one gets jealous of the other, and then kills the brother. And then he leaves. It's like, what the fuck else could this be? Well, at at least we... I I don't know, though. Are you sure it was biblical? It's not like this director
0: has ever done biblical imagery or a movie before.
1: (laughs) I feel like his Jesus metaphor in The Wrestler was very strong. (laughs) Ram Jam.
0: Jeez, I, I, I just... Dude, I pitched that underhand to you—that that whole Noah reference. So you're just gonna go right by it?
1: Oh my god, I forgot about Noah. Yeah, Holy Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's a movie that exists.
0: Yeah, this guy might have a bit of a Bible fetish.
1: Uh... Like the metaphor in the third act completely fell apart, but I have not stopped thinking about it. So this might get a revisit next year or this year. But uh, yeah, pretty disappointing to see it show up on so many bottom five lists and also as so many number ones. It's, it's probably worth a watch. I, I feel like I ought to watch it.
0: That's the thing about Mother is that I've got a friend that I really respect who said that it's one of the best oh, he's ever you. seen. I've got a, oh. a friend that I really respect that uh, <laughs> says it's one of the worst he's ever seen. So, huh. I, you know, hopefully I'll find somewhere in the middle there. I, I don't know that I'll love or hate it, but if, if the metaphors are as heavy as you said, oh. and it's just... An, a and of I'm stupid sort of and
1: don't read. <laughs> like And even I'm like... Okay, I get it. He's God. Got it. Oh, jeez. Well. And she's Mother Earth, and the house is Earth. I mean, they can't be as over the top
0: as, say, like, Man of Steel.
1: (laughs) Oh, challenge accepted. I will pay for your Redbox rental rent. Oh, Oh, man. I hate that movie so much. But, like, there's so many small things. Like, there's a scene... There's like this house party, and just people keep coming in and sitting on her sink. That's like not screwed in. She's like, "For the love of God, please go off! It's gonna break!" And people just keep sitting on it and leaning on it. It's creaking, and I just imagine living that nightmare. I have to admit that 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 movie would that, just that alone would
0: drive me insane. Like, just if like this, cut out the
1: Bible shit. It would be so good, but he cannot help himself. Did you watch anything else? Because I only have one that I watched recently. Let's see. I watched two horror movies. You? Like, Only two? Just... Today? <laughs> Sorry. I snuck these two in on the 28th and the 30th, and both of them were probably my top five horror for the year. Ooh. One is called A Dark Song. Never heard Which it. is an English movie you can find on Netflix, where it's a very, very slow burn. There's like not a single jump scare. It's two people lock themselves in a house and do a month-long satanic ritual, and that's all you need to know. Hmm. And one is called Raw, which is a French film. That's right. I read a movie to close out 2017. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're screening your audience here. Her i girl goes to veterinary school, and in this hazing ritual, she's a vegan. They make her eat meat, and she, she gets a little hunger going. And uh, it gets really fucking gross from there. But it's really good
0: oh that's that sounds good I, i'm glad that you uh you kind of went off the beaten path again these are two movies i've never even heard of but uh looks like you found well, a couple let of me gems.
1: steer back on brand with my last movie triple oh. x the return of xander cage now which triple x movie is this this is number three from this january or february one of those good months Oh. now chris this movie is exactly what you think it is But it gave me one of the hardest laughs I've had all year <laughs> I because think I know exactly what you're vi- talking about th- I'm going to bring it up anyway Because <laughs> at the very end of the movie All of our heroes are pinned down by cover fire They're all out of ammo They could die And then fucking Ice Cube shows up with a grenade launcher I nearly shit my pants They brought back <laughs> x 2 State of the Union <laughs> He fucking brought Ice Cube back. Ice Cube is canon in the Triple X verse. I-, I thought you were talking
0: about the time that, uh, what's his name? Xander. <laughs> Xander Corvus Xander like, Cage Xander Cage uh, I thought And Cade Jaeger I, thought, I thought, That's exactly what I was thinking But I thought you were talking about the time That he like looks at Here we go again
1: yeah. He's talking to some dude on a bench And the guy like leaves Leaves him like A big old like duffel bag And he opens it And there's bombs And he looks at the camera And goes Oh boy Here we go again i <laughs> <laughs> you know what five stars everyone go watch triple x3 donnie yen fights people that's all you need (laughs) I, i all right
0: i guess this will be in the top five for you
1: that movie made so much money in china
0: well uh, I watched one movie, and I watched it on New Year's Eve because I didn't have anything better to do. I watched at the LMO Same. It was well, called Bright. Yeah, well, I, I didn't do that. I watched When Harry Met Sally, one of the best movies to come out of 1989, and upon looking back at all the movies that came out in 1989, this might be the best movie that came out the year that I was born. Uh, this is a Meg Ryan romantic comedy. Don't, hey, don't hang up. Don't hang up. This oh, listen. My God. What it's is this how we're starting our year, Chris? I know I, I started off the year by going completely off brand. This is a really good movie. This is I'm I'm surprised. I now I already wrote a blog post about it on terribleblog.net. Please visit, turn off head But it's it was a whole lot better than I expected it's one of those things where I used to when I was really really getting into movies I I started getting into movies because I was trying to get back in an X and I was like I'll use the American Film Institute's list of like top 10 dramas top 10 comedies top 10 romances whatever and this movie kept appearing on there all these different lists it kept appearing I was like yeah you just gotta watch this movie Chris I'm like okay I'll check it out it took me years and years and years it took me a decade really and Upon getting on into it, I, I knew a couple of the lines. I knew the fake orgasm scene, and I knew the pecan pie thing, and I was watching it, and there's a scene with fucking Billy Crystal where I, I was in a theater full of like 40 or 50 year olds probably watching when it came out in theaters. I laughed so hard I embarrassed myself. I, I'm pretty sure I was the only one laughing. I, I laughed so hard. I practically barked. And this is one of the most heartwarming things is i came home uh to visit my dad and i'm recording this in in the room i grew up in and i told my dad about that movie he's like oh yeah i watched it in theaters you know the best line is and he said the exact same line that i like (laughs) bark laughed at so it's i can i can see where i get it i i I thought it was hysterical carrie fisher's great in it bruno kirby does a great impression of buddy hackett and uh meg ryan looks uh, about 16 throughout the whole movie but Hey, I I gotta admit she she's really good, and Nora Ephron's a great writer. So this you know, a nice little 1989 Meg Ryan romantic comedy, and I know it's not really something that you're into.
1: So Xander Cage <laughs> is introduced in the movie by skiing down a telephone pole, <laughs> and also later on he chases Donnie in on a motorcycle that has jet skis on it, and they and they drive through waves. <laughs> Donnie N plays a so bad guy. So we saw the same thing. You know, there's a lot of shades of gray. There's a lot of intrigue and mystery. Uh, please, don't it please don't
0: mention shades of gray. I already had to see <laughs> that this year.
1: Oh, those shades are about to be free, my well, friend. Actually, I had to see it last short year. Days.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. Oh, might as well pencil awesome. that into my calendar. But uh, 2017, you know, everyone's making their top five list, and I already made my bottom five list. But I, I kind of like the piece I did last year where I talked about movies that. You know, I really want to talk about. They're, they're just so good, you know, and they're not getting quite as much buzz as you would like. Uh, Parker, do you have your list ready? Because you can go first.
1: Oh, I have a lot. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Starting off in January, Chris, although we're saying bye bye to 2017, oh, don't j- forget to j- say j- hello to the bye bye <laughs> man. Don't say it, don't thank it, don't miss it, don't say it out loud in front of your friends. <laughs> People will think you're really cool. <laughs> Let's see. Where to start? Well, I guess I can skip that one because I'm going to assume it's your number one. Uh, well, well, of course. Yeah. How about a movie I made you watch that you didn't care for as much as I did called The Black Coat's Daughter? I,
0: it's not bad, but that is a good movie. And I, in fact, I probably need to rewatch it now that I could understand what's going on with the ending.
1: You should definitely pair that with a dark song and just have a nice, long, dreary, spooky night that's i'll be doing that in the very near future me more
0: so than usual
1: oh so many lonely spooky nights (laughs) all right uh what else see i said raw that's also on netflix um it comes at night half of you will hate it chris you're probably among them but half of you will really really like it it's a horror movie right yes but uh how the number of times you've mentioned how angry you get with movies when there's not a real ending you will not enjoy your experience. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm Just sorry. I, I like an and I ending. have a hunch. Well, the rest of the movie's good. And our dear friend, our dear orc friend, Joel Edgerton's <sighs> in it. He's very good in it. Yeah. He's good as hell in most things. Yeah, I, I think he's a talented guy. Wait, was he in Suicide Squad? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, never mind. He was Harley Quinn. Let's see, there's a little movie called Free Fire that... It's not great, but to put it best, like as soon as it pops up streaming somewhere, it's going to be on every single underrated movies on Netflix you've never seen. Like It's a solid 6, 7 out of 10. Oh, okay. It's a fun little like one-location, like 80-minute movie. It just turns into a big gunfight. It's a lot of fun. I can go for Army that. Army Hammers, Brie Larson are in it. They're all good. mm mm-hmm. uh... Devil's Candy, also on Netflix, a good horror movie. Uh, you're kind
0: of making me feel bad. I think you might have seen more movies this year than I did. I so, saw so many movies.
1: Uh, autopsy of Jane Doe was technically a 2016, but it came out in December, so I'm counting it because we were all busy seeing good Christmas movies like Rogue One, <laughs> which was a masterpiece. Oh, of course. Autopsy of Jane Doe, it's very on brand of what I've mentioned before. Two people are in a room, they start doing an autopsy, spooky shit starts happening.
0: It that sounds like something that's very on brand for us.
1: Wind River is a nightmare gut punch of a movie that broke me emotionally, but will get no awards because of Weinstein. So, oh, there you go. Check that out. Uh, Creep Two just got out of Netflix. I think a week ago. Yeah. If you enjoyed Creep One, you should check this out. If you didn't care for Creep One, you're not gonna. It's not gonna have anything you're looking for. Oh well. I think The Void is technically a 2016, but I don't care. I love it. It's a bunch of practical monster effects. You can tell they watch Hellraiser a lot growing up. <laughs> and I think the last one I'll do, I'm not sure if it's streaming anywhere yet, but it's called Mayhem. And it's kind of like the Belko experiment that came out earlier this year, but it does the premise a lot better where there's this weird rage virus and all the people inside this corporate building just start going ape shit on each other.
0: Well, it's not hard to do it better than the Belko experiment did.
1: Man Belko really wasted that idea Like this has like you know people using the office surroundings And dealing with an office hierarchy Like it's almost like a video game Where the boss is at the very top And he's working his way up there It's a lot of fun If If it pops up on streaming I'd absolutely watch it Okay, And I think that should do it Cause yeah I know this movie's gonna be on your list So I'll let you take over (laughs)
0: well um i i know exactly what's gonna be going on with my list here is although i have to admit that two of these are going to be 2016 movies first one i gotta start off with is a movie that's only technically a 2016 movie it was really more of a 2017 movie was colossal guys i i'm so upset that none of you saw this i mean this is a movie that deserves to be seen in theaters but all right if you're going to watch it on your screen like Seriously, set the mood. Turn off the lights. Put it on. Don't distract yourself. Turn your phones off when you're watching this. This is a movie that deserves to be paid attention to. I'm so happy this movie got made. This is what I'm talking about with movie. This is part of the fun of watching movies is seeing a little film like Colossal, you know, just just blossom onto the screen and is immediately the best kaiju movie ever made. So, ups- I'm fine. Yeah, I'm-, I'm fine. Oh,
1: what what challenge is it? Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Oh, it well. says a lot about pollution and the planet. I think it speaks more today than it did in the 60s. <laughs> I think greenhouse I, effects.
0: I think Space Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla is better. I mean, the title just tells you exactly what you're gonna you get. <laughs> Don't
1: talk down to me. 2018 is gonna be different. I'm gonna bulk up. and I'm gonna bully you for a change. You're already off to a <laughs> gonna, strong start here. Do milk squats. And make you watch <laughs> Bright 2, which they've already announced. Go fuck yourself. What? ha! <laughs> gotcha, oh, bitch. Geez. Oh, jeez. Surprise, motherfucker. This,
0: this day already hurts. Uh, another one, 2017. I know you didn't see this one. It's called Battleship Island. Uh, I, I believe I mentioned this during the year. This is a Korean movie that I was able to see stateside uh, in theaters, actually and it's pretty damn good now, i will say it's extremely nationalistic so you're going to get a lot of bias here it's going to be biased heavily in favor of the koreans against the japanese but once you see their point of view you, you kind of side with them the, the japanese did some extremely brutal stuff during world war ii uh it's but the thing is there's some really great performances There are some really great dramatic moments some action set pieces that are really well done uh some bizarre musical choices but i have to say give it a watch it's just the third act is just a little over the top propagandistic but i'd say it's worth a mention i don't think it's got anywhere near enough buzz this is a pretty good movie it's nowhere near on the level of like handmaiden but you know it's worth your time but what is exactly uh the other movie i'd recommend that isn't getting quite enough buzz is it's already been forgotten about is kong skull island now, this is me going extremely on brand. I don't know if there is a movie that is more on brand than Kong Skull Island. That movie is not bad. I people keep saying oh, you know, you know, just a classic dumb movie. It's just like, well, it's it's sort of dumb, but it's not really that dumb. Bright was dumb. This this movie is <laughs> like it, it it tries to tell us a, a fairly simple story, and it doesn't get itself bogged down or anything like that. There aren't any plot holes, as far as I remember. Everything is tied up kind of nicely, and I have to admit, I kind of like John C. Riley in it. There's a whole lot of useless stuff in it, but I mean, is it worth it to see Kong just murk all those helicopters? Is it worth it to yes. see John C. Riley holding a samurai sword and saying "death before dishonor" in Japanese? Hell yeah! I'm glad I I saw it. I'm glad about uh, John Goodman's Thousand Yard Stare.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, I forgot he was in... You know, twenty seventeen was a nightmare year. Yeah. <laughs> the movies are pretty good. Well, twenty seventeen was
0: a very good year for movies. We all know about the good ones. We know about. Like,
1: we didn't even get to see all the great ones. Yeah,
0: it's just a shame. I've actually, I was going with a friend and just listing all of them, I and mean, we got The Shape of Water, The Disaster Artist, Three Billboards. I haven't seen any of those.
1: None of them are fucking playing here anymore. Yeah. I can't
0: see anything. I feel like a jerk. I'm gonna find I a way to see. see disaster Artist so goddamn. Me bad. too. I, I keep hearing all these great things about it, but I'm gonna have to wait to see it now. It really hurts. Uh, anyway, the other one that I'm going to do here before I get to uh, the last movie of 2017 is a movie that technically came out in, what, July of 2016? But only came out in Japan in July 2016. I actually saw it at the very beginning of 2017. I've mentioned it a million times, and I'm probably Uh, going to drown out your ears about this, but I, I, guys, I love this movie. It's called Your Name. It's an anime. There it is. And it's, in Japan, it's called Kimi no Nawa, but, guys... What a special little gem of a movie. I, I remember getting out of that theater and I, I couldn't stop texting. It was just oh my god, I think I may have seen like the best animated movie of all time. It it was it just knocked my socks off. I was just like, "Oh man, this is what animation is supposed to be about. This is what stories are supposed to be about. This is what love is supposed to be about." It's just so incredible to me. I had such a good time. I haven't been back to that theater since. I really should go back to the Angelica Mosaic, but Boy, I just had such a good time I immediately got it on Blu-ray it, It's one of those movies that I, I recommend to every single person on Earth This should be a movie that Japan is known for This is the best thing to come out of Japan since Shashimi
1: So how do you think J.J. Abrams Is going to handle the material? <sighs> you can't let me be happy? You can't? <laughs> you thought this year would be different? I, Fuck you <laughs> No, it,
0: this year's worse solo, all of a sudden I, I resolved to... I don't even know what I resolved to do You just, uh,
1: just, <laughs> it's either that or ready player one. <laughs> Make your choice. <laughs> okay. Okay. finally found your breaking point. This pleases me. This will shut you up during the Patriots game, won't it? Okay. It's gonna be okay. Okay. Friend. Close your eyes and count okay. to five.
0: So the last movie of 2017 that I think isn't getting enough buzz is my favorite movie of 2017. I think I've made no bones about this. I think it's not just the best movie of 2017, but very easily the best movie of 2017. It's one of the ones where it's not just good, but, and this is going to sound a little bit odd, it's not just good, but I like it. And for me to it has to be a little bit of like oh this is good this is technically sound it tells a story effectively it has to go beyond that for me to like it this has to be something where it really affects me it really catches me off guard in some way Dunkirk easily the best movie of 2017 and no one's talking about it they're talking about Ladybird. they're talking about fucking Star Wars what are we doing? they're still talking okay. about Coco they're still talking about It
1: God Oh, what the! F- oh, okay. Listen, if I can find a theater that plays Disaster artists, I'm seeing that tomorrow. If not, okay, I go yeah. see Coco,
0: uh, my my buddy Cam is coming down from the south so, or coming up from the south. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we could find a theater that's playing uh, Disaster artists, I'd be down. But man, you got it. All right, look, Coco is going to be one of your best of the year. The only reason I didn't mention it is because everyone else is mentioning it as one of the best of the year. It could. I don't know. there will be a, a nominee for best picture this year. I mean, I never pay attention to the Oscars anyway. But listen, I gotta tell you, Coco is the best Pixar movie in several years. I'd say the best Pixar movie in a decade. I'm not
1: exactly How much am I? How much
0: am I gonna cry? A lot. Oh, God damn it! I, Every time. I, did, how much did you cry at Lady
1: Bird? I still haven't seen it. It's in my okay. possession. Okay. All right. It's yeah. in my oh, possession, okay. friends. No, it's, that's fine.
0: Yeah. That one took a no, while to it's, leave. No, I mean, cool. well, to come Ryan. to a theater near me. Yeah, so there's an orc. Uh, the movie starts <laughs> off with.
1: An God orc. Damn it! You mentioned it, and I just got mad all over again. Remember, they didn't release it in time for Christmas. Way to fucking biff that one, moron! Exactly. That's the thing is. Uh, oh yeah, mid-January. It's when I love buying gifts for people. So
0: we talked about like how the movie has a t- or, sorry, how the year has a ton of good movies, right? Make your top ten list and see if you can keep it out of it. I really think it's a little bit tricky to do because I think it was one of the best Stephen King adaptations in several years. So it's it's gonna be kind of hard to keep it out of there. I know I had a lot of problems with it, but. That is a low top ten pick there. I mean, I got Lady Bird, I got Coco, I've got you know the Emoji Movie. Uh, I mean Dunkirk. It's honestly, I would put it well above Wonder Woman.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So like I'm looking at all these movies I still need to watch. But I'm looking over my shelf. And it's like I should watch Get Out again. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. a good I fucking mean, movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean Get Out obviously, but like that's that's another one as I didn't mention. It's like Logan,
0: like come on yeah and, you
1: know, hey guys this might surprise you but i liked logan a lot yeah isn't that crazy yeah thor rigmarole or yeah, whatever should have just listed every marvel movie until you shut off the podcast <laughs> <laughs> was that? Know, that was plan b if i can think of it. <laughs> so spider-man homecoming <laughs> delivered a two and a fourth performance for michael keaton oh it that reminds me are we
0: gonna have any nominee any nominations
1: for uh baby driver <laughs> Oops. Look, it's a really well-made movie, but I cannot watch it again anytime Yep, soon. <laughs> that's gonna be a little bit difficult. So then Kevin Spacey takes advantage of this teenage boy. All right, well, I'm gonna go watch <laughs> anything else. Oh, boy. Oh, let's check out I the still kids section on Netflix. Guys, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, well. If it didn't have a superhero in it, I couldn't be bothered to leave the house, because I'm 27. Is, is Pennywise cape shit now? <laughs> I mean... Hey, if it wasn't adapted from something else. Okay. Here we go. I'm about to <laughs> Cover all my bases. All right. Are you ready to discuss the the
0: one Never of the worst been movies? more ready. Here? Bright starts off with, in the first three seconds, it has some little uh, typewriter typing out trigger warning entertainment productions or something like that. And immediately, <laughs> see, we already knew that was going to happen.
1: Still hurts. Boy, it? It, as
0: soon as I see that, I'm like, oh, this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt a lot. But. You didn't tell me about what comes next. You (laughs) did not I wrote it down word for word, friend. Okay, please read it out word for word for me.
1: Chris, only a bright can control the power of the wand.
0: (sighs) You know what's sad is I actually wrote that down from memory, and it turns out I was right word for word.
1: (laughs) I'm being honest with you. I've made it very clear that for the terrible taste I have, fantasy stuff just does nothing for me. If this was just me sitting at home and I read that, I'd be like, "Oh no, I guess I'm out." Like, even if this movie's bad, good, whatever, it's not for me. I'm out. I want
0: you to think back to a film series you might be familiar with. I'm, I do not know, it might be kind of off the beaten path, I know where but this is I, going. I, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of grew up with this. It's called Star Wars, and it it would begin cool. with like this all sort cool. of like crawl of the screen and tell you like the story is like this. is The background, this is kind of what you miss, like sort of a flash Gordon sort of thing, and tell you, okay, the rebellion is doing this they're fighting against the empire and immediately know these are the good guys these are the bad guys there's a rebel base that they want to escape you know good stuff going on there's a death star all caps you know what's going on here it's and it's like yeah it's a lot of expository words and stuff where you'd rather show don't tell but it's like okay we're setting up the story for you this is the base we're going to build based off that this has a prophecy where immediately i was like i don't know what a bright <laughs> is i don't know what the power of the wand is and I don't know who what the great book of the elves are. So, immediately, I don't know why that's here. Now, I've watched the entire movie, Bright. I don't know why. And if you had taken this whole thing out, only a Bright can control the power of the wand, does this movie change at all?
1: No, because no, that's the one
0: piece there? they give you. And then they say it eight times. So... Why? Why is it in the movie at all? If it if it doesn't change the movie by its removal, why is it in the movie at all? It's like the green titty milk scene in the
1: new Star Boy. Wars. I got about eight different things that have that same sentiment. Yeah, it, <laughs> I was like, hey, I hope this comes back in this two-hour Nope. Yeah, well, I'll get to those two characters later. Two
0: hours. I know. That's one of the other things that I immediately, immediately I paused because I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll write this down. I want to make a note of this terrible prophecy thing, which I'll get back to in a second. And then I saw the runtime. Why is it one hour and 57 seconds? It took me two and a half hours
1: to get through it. <laughs> it took me about I three. Kept, I kept getting bored and going like... Fuck, that was probably important. I was like, I would
0: pause, write something down, but like, oh, Twitter's popping.
1: I wonder, oh,
0: Alabama is winning. That's wonderful. It was
1: New Year's... Fucking... Guys, I watched this at New Year's Eve. This movie was on as it turned to a new year. And... It... Parker. It stings. Look... If you want the the behind-the-scenes details, my lady friend had friends over and was like, I don't want to talk to these people. And I realized they're like, oh shit, we have to record this tonight. Oh, no, I haven't watched this movie yet.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. That, yeah, gee, well, that sounds like, terrible when you put it like that. That's, I'm, the, I'm the one who chose this. Well, so. Hugs and kisses, Parker. Anyway, uh, here's the thing about prophecies and movies. You text me this, is like, uh, I bet you're real sick of prophecies and movies. I am. Because think about it, if you have a prophecy in a movie, it's going to be fulfilled. If you already know something's going to happen, then it's not going to be all that interesting to see it happen. It's like it's, it's different from like going into a movie and being like, this is a Hollywood movie. It'll have a Hollywood happy ending sort of thing. It, it, it's different because sometimes you're like you're interested in seeing how it's going to get there. But if the prophecy is going to be fulfilled no matter what, then what does everything else matter that on, on the road to getting to this destination?
1: As soon as a movie introduces a prophecy, I immediately check out. And it's
0: so much worse when you start it off like that. See, this is one of the things that I didn't really like about the Harry Potter series is making Harry Potter this this destined one, this this prophesied one. I, oh, you mean I, just making him shell Shela spot Like, hey, he can do that now. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the ones where it's like, especially in the movies, it's just like, well, then he can just do whatever then. And it's like in, in the books, it was fine because there was a lot of nuance to it. There's a lot of doubt to it, and there was a lot of I am learning how to do this sort of thing. Thing. it's almost like star wars i can't believe i mentioned that twice so far and yes. immediately then this one is just like oh only a, this thing that you don't know can control this thing that you don't know says this book that you don't know that's the thing is like you, you remember the original crawl for star wars had to be edited down by brian de palma he did a very good job of it watching it now as a 28 year old i have to appreciate it. it is a very very well done tastefully done edit very this this why is it here? Why Why? Why put this in here? I don't know if it was David Ayer who put it in there. I don't know if it was Max Landis who put it in there. But no matter what it is, I think we can all agree, fuck Max Landis. Fuck that, dude. I am get all in. 2018 is all about hating Max Landis. I am entirely about that. That is my aesthetic for this year.
1: We'll, we'll get this out of the way. First off, fucks Max Landis, then, now, forever. Second of all, David Ayer rewrote this whole thing. So all this awful dialogue, that's our friend David. Oh, are you serious? Wait, wait. I mean, like, it's it's Landis' like ideas and everything, but yeah. Oh, no, oh,
0: no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I, I I was about to text you. I was like, well, the one thing we can agree on is that is that David Ayer did a pretty good job as a director adapting this filthy <laughs> script. I didn't know that he changed it. Oh no,
1: son, <laughs> this is all his baby. Oh my god, this makes that that makes the movie
0: like a thousand times worse. It really does. <laughs> oh my god,
1: it's not like a director like I have to get something else. you like, no, this is his fucking vision. You serious? <laughs> You're sure? You're sure he adapted this? I will Google it right now.
0: Oh my God! I think I just lost all of my respect for David Ayer. I really do. Like, That's think Cool of it. that you had. Yeah. Any left. Well, because he did Fury, and I thought, like, oh, maybe the studio messed around with Suicide Squad. Not that it was ever going to be good, because it's a comic book movie. But like, okay. Uh, something... <laughs> did you find the source? No, nah, I'm still. Digging. Oh, thank goodness! It can't be true. It can't be true. Rewriting this dialogue, oh my god, it was so bad. The, the dialogue is seriously so, so bad. I, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for Will Smith. This is the one where Will Smith couldn't dig himself out of it. Was he in Movie 43? Because if not, this is the worst movie he's ever done. <laughs> this? I mean, okay, man, yeah, Suicide Squad is a worse movie than this. But he, he was at least charming in that movie. He was at least like, yeah, like, he was like one of the better parts of the movie because he could say all these dumb lines. In this, he can he can barely say him. He can really only barely say him. He's so irascible in this movie
1: too. I'm not having any luck finding this. Good because everything is just the story of someone tweeted as the worst movie. Is like ah, <laughs> well, yeah. maybe you should write something. Got him. Yeah. Well, got him, Yeah. <laughs> Fucking David Ayer.
0: I, no respect for yeah, him. I don't care. Absolutely. So the movie starts off with a bunch... of some really bad rap music. Again, was that David Ayer or Max Landis? I it, it, Listen, You this may be like something where typically... Oh, the director is more likely to choose the music. Oh, God, if he did that for Suicide Squad, i want to punch a student in the dick.
1: But I, I don't know. remember that movie got ripped from his hands. Yeah, but... And recut by a trailer. Yeah, country. but still... You can just imagine Movies fucking You suck. can just imagine Max everywhere. Landis
0: Listening to these rap songs In his room Just being like yeah I'm one of the
1: people You know hey, You want to hear something really exciting So at the there was a lot of music recorded for this movie uh, The least of which was The ending song done by One Machine Gun Kelly The movie Bright sponsored This weekend's UFC event And one of the fighters came out to that song it fucking owned. Oh, man. That's how 2017 ended. Well, sp- Someone getting savage on the ground for 15 minutes brought to you by Orcop Cop the movie.
0: Well, speaking of UFC, we have my good friend and soul patriot <laughs> uh, yeah. Joe Rogan's podcast appears in the Joe movie. Rogan. Just in case you weren't work. already turned off. <laughs>
1: Joe Rogan on a podcast interviewing an orc about the orc cop. <laughs>
0: <It laughs> okay, but the other thing about it is, uh, while you get oh over your God. emphysema over there, is did you, did you like the uh, graffiti?
1: Yeah. Did you like if the graffiti thing...
0: of, I, I, I think you and I are going to be on the same one here. Was it the elf who was wearing the pink shirt that said selfie who was taking a selfie?
1: Because this might one be the thing I adore. It's G-rated movie graffiti. Like, <laughs> hey, orcs, get out! We don't want you here, pig. <laughs> 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 Fucking Joe Rogan interviewing a fat orc dressed up. By the way, we can just say it now. Like, I tweeted that. I retweeted that one joke earlier that's not a joke orcs are literally just black people like uh, that's not exaggerating in any way well
0: okay but i i do have to kind of shoot this one down here is that yes i think that's what they're going for is orcs are meant to be black people but the question here is has max landis ever met a black person <laughs> like ever like like one guy just, like, in preschool, kindergarten, high school, college, out on orcs? the streets. Has he ever met a black person? Does he know what they're like?
1: Or sitting around in football jerseys and chains, drinking 40s. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Now, I, I did see
0: uh, a meme about this on Facebook, and I, I really challenged the meme because I thought it was uh, <laughs> awful. It turns Real out,
1: deal, no sex appeal. I really challenged the meme. 2018.
0: Yes, now... I think upon further reflection, the meme is even worse. They said, "Oh, people don't like this movie because it has a message." You know, uh, the cops. Wait, was it people represent white people, uh, and orcs represent black people? Uh, So by the way, so this has Will Smith representing white people. Just I, we we technically (laughs) won the race draft on the Chappelle show. (laughs) Uh, Mister Joe Rogan. now, Now. it also had uh, elves represent Jews, so that being oh, was yeah. extremely anti-Semitic.
1: <laughs> he was also not wrong. Someone definitely made a comment in the movie about how elves control everything and make all the money off of us. Yeah, they like secretly don't control shit, the media or shit. do shit, Texas I wasn't in long like, enough. Holy shit! This lived is... in this state my whole life, son. You don't. Your secret code won't work on me. <laughs> it. I don't fuck with no fairies, Chris.
0: Oh uh, yeah, so. Then he gets a line, fairy lives don't matter. And Max Landis actually tweeted out that he couldn't remember if that was in his original script or if it was a Will Smith
1: uh, yeah, ad-lib. Yeah, you would have. You know you what? You would have remembered if you fucking wrote that. Yeah, you
0: know what, Max? I, I don't think that Will Smith would improvise. Today, fairy lives don't matter.
1: Just want to just contextualize this for everyone. Oh. So we've got Trigger Warning Entertainment. We got him saying he don't fuck with no fairies. They're watching the Joe Rogan podcast, and then he says, "Fairy lives don't matter today." This is six minutes into the movie.
0: Oh yeah, and he's I in a really, hate really shitty to house.
1: God. Oh my god! All I can think about is Joe Rogan interviewing Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two about aliens. Twenty Seventeen fucking ruled, you guys.
0: Now, one of the things that's never made clear is that uh, Will Smith's life kind of sucks. Like he's uh, not just because he got shot in the chest with a shotgun and somehow survived it, but like he's he's in a really bad situation with his house, he's in a lot of debt, he can barely afford his daughter. Uh why? Wait, where where did well, his where does money go?
1: Those goddamn let me tell you something about the elves and the, oh, the elf well, run media. Okay. The, the
0: liberal elf run media. Fucking elf globalists. So <laughs> uh anyway, so they... Hillary Clinton, you goddamn elf. So anyway, he's right next to a bunch of people next to his house uh (laughs) how how should we describe them i want to be tasteful here
1: hey what if a white guy watched friday and was like what if these guys were orcs and i said something about the police
0: no it's it like like fucking 8 a.m and they're all just out there chilling on a front lawn in what looks to be huh. like march
1: hi my name is max landis i know black people like to barbecue do you and think just have them all sit down at here. one
0: point uh i'm quoting here at one point one of the guys was like now watch this nigga and i'm like do you think max landis typed it out do you think
1: he typed that with word? every fiber of my being yeah yes.
0: i see that's the thing is i don't know that david ayer would do that and, you know
1: <laughs> oh boy oh, she, and, uh, the, and then
0: okay yeah why, why does that guy say yeah and his wife is hot too does that guy ever come back does his wife ever come
1: back <laughs> you want a woman to have a role in a david ayer movie friend let's we can go through the filmography it's not great wait what about katana oh anyway how dare you yeah. <laughs> start 2018 talking
0: about stealing shoulders anyway sorry <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh we we're, we are kind of skipping over that will smith is the protagonist of this movie because if you're going to have some bad dialogue it is a good idea to get a quarterback friendly receiver i mean uh Will Smith so he can basically he's like Plexico Burris like he threw a bad pass he'll go up and get it he'll fight for the ball he won't run the routes that you want but you know if you throw it to him he'll basically get it and he's a cop and he doesn't have a lot of money he's back on the force he got shot in the chest by a shotgun and somehow survived it by an orc Anyway, his orc God partner.
1: Damn. An orc wearing a hood. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So,
0: you do realize this has been in production or been in like writing and been working on it since like 2014-2015? Yeah. Uh, right around when when ha- <sighs> when what happened?
1: Oh. Don't make me be the one to say it with my accent. Yes. Well. It sounds ghoulish enough. Okay, but... God, Trayvon Martin. Uh, he's not the only
0: one. This is about when... Uh, <laughs> Let
1: me pull out the fucking Rolodex since 2014, this, my friend.
0: This is about when social media started to realize that, hey, you know, th- there's a bit of a thing going on here between the races. And uh, <laughs> it's like cops seem to be targeting black people. This must be kind of <laughs> new. Anyway, uh... <laughs> So Max Landis is very. That was really just an impression of Max Landis, not of social media. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I was gonna go for the full Lex Luthor, but either way, I'm gonna uh, tweet about wrestling and Mary Sue's, and then write a script where black people are monsters. Eat a couple of Jolly Ranchers. So then <laughs> I'm gonna sexually assault your friend, allegedly. Uh, al- totally. Yeah, al- allegedly.
0: But uh, hope you die, you piece of shit. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, I'll make a movie where the orcs represent black people, and the fucking jews are represented by elves and stuff like that and uh so he has an orc buddy cop uh whose name is nick jacoby played by joel edgerton edgerton i'm gonna flip flop between the two of them and here's the thing i kinda like the orc buddy i think he's like a somewhat enjoyable character and it's mostly because of the way that he talks he talks sort of off I, I don't know that he's dumb but it's like he's kind of socially awkward that like he doesn't know how a person is supposed to talk i was like wait is that supposed to be like the idea it's like he's an orc he's not a human so he, it's going to be subtly off i'm thinking immediately like lord of the rings i love lord of the rings i love shit like that and no other orc in the entire movie talks like him none of them
1: so yeah, I think it's pretty much because consensus that whether you like this movie or not, he's great in it.
0: He's I don't know. I'd call him great, but okay, he does look, a good job. He doesn't. OK,
1: imagine getting this script, putting all those prosthetics and it's fucking like Jai Courtney. OK, just put that into perspective okay. in your brain. OK, but either either way. OK. <laughs> but <laughs> that'd be 2018 shit the david ayer fucking all-star cast jai courtney
0: i have to admit Will he Smith. that's one of the things that did you ever see the movie the avengers how no, dare no you no, not that one I know. No. no i didn't No, the uh yeah the one with uma thurman the uma thurman one yeah, yeah. now yeah. what are the real problems with that movie uh, one of the many problems with that movie. Yeah. One of the many problems with that movie is that the They talk all gay like I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're saying. That's actually not far off from my criticism. Is that oh, hell yeah, bitch. It's, it's that they're just too calm the entire time. They're just unbothered by anything. And they feel anything if they're never if they never feel like they're in danger why should we feel like they're in danger so n- nothing they do ever seems to matter they're never very high stakes or anything like that you know there, there's no grunting There, there's no oh this is a really tough thing that i mean it's just like oh you know another day at the office I mean, even even james bond was put into difficult situations yeah he didn't lose his cool but at least you could tell that he was really struggling at times and th- If they're just going to do that, then it's like, well, then why am I even watching this? Why am I wasting my time? This is an example. I I am going somewhere with this. Joel Egerton does that in this movie. Like, he he keeps his cool throughout. He keeps uh, Grace under pressure. And it's funny. That's one of the things I think is funnier than anything else is Grace under pressure. And it's one of the things that Frisky Dingo does a good job of for Archer (laughs) is uh, you're in a really big situation. You're still finding time to make jokes over here. Joel Egerton isn't making jokes, but he is... Genuinely, kind of, you know, nonchalant under the line, sort of like, you seem upset by this. Meanwhile, you know, he, uh, Will Smith, holds guy's head blasted off. Will Smith is not likable in this movie. He is irascible the entire way throughout. He just constantly shitting on his friend. Is like, yeah, I know he got blasted in the chest by a shotgun because the guy was getting him a burrito, but he had a great response. It was like, I was getting you a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> if a guy said that to me, i was like, all right, you made it up to me. Although he did ask, so red sauce or green sauce, dude, (laughs) you got to go with both.
1: Absolutely, I think Will Smith gets better. That first twenty minutes, like you can cut the whole first twenty minutes out of this movie, you lose nothing. In fact, you think like all the fucking shit at their police station. Oh Jesus! All the most heavy-handed garbage. You lose all that. Better movie. Now we really got to talk about Will Smith. Like Will Smith doesn't become great or anything, but like I think he gets more likable as it goes on. Yeah as he starts to warm up situation. I think he's
0: really struggling throughout this movie. Now the thing that gets me about the police station is that they're they're going heavy handed with the racism. Like oh now, you live in Texas, so maybe you know this stuff a little bit better than I do.
1: Oh, hell but yeah, where
0: when they're in the locker room and what they're talking about is they really want to kick that orc off the police squad. Boy, that is really overt I I know a lot of white people And none of the white people I know talk
1: like that I thought it was a little tasteless When Will Smith walked up to the camera and went Hey, you guys get it? (laughs) Like, I really felt like it was pandering But it wasn't my choice to make (laughs) it
0: Now, you know what I thought Was the worst part? (laughs) When they put a kick me sign On the back of the orc cop And they laugh at him (laughs) Kick the orc (laughs) Parker, 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 look at me Parker, I've seen 2,000 movies in my life None of them have involved a kick me sign (laughs) I've been on earth for 28 years, no one has ever put a kick me sign on another person in my presence, not even in elementary school, because we thought that was beneath us, and they're doing it in a major motion picture, this movie made, what was it, 110 million people saw this?
1: I mean, to be fair, it was free on Netflix. Like if this shit was in no, theaters, no, no, there was a kick me sign in this movie, Parker. People, people saw this. Though. People saw this. People see a lot of things. People see Transformers Five. Another addition to my underrated list. <sighs> Boy, so. I guess we should hurry this Chris, up. So, can you talk to me about Orcish music? Oh yeah, there was a stupid. Uh,
0: you're really into this. I I thought it was a really dumb. Like they're trying to be like.
1: It comes back like big. they go to a. No fucking,
0: wait, hang on, hang on. on. I got a really good joke for when that does happen. But like they're they're okay. driving in the car and they're. Remember how in Rush Hour how it was kind of cool like uh, having Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker fight over the radio because they were both I mean, really really funny people with uh, charisma. Yeah. Well. Guess what? A neutered Will Smith and Joel Eckerton in orc makeup uh, have to fight over music. And they're listening to death metal. And he's like, no, that's an orcish love song. Because different races listen to different music. Love Did you song. know that
1: Cannibal Corpse? Yeah, oh, man. what? What kind of wacky world is this? Did Jim Carrey choose oh, the music geez. anyway? Uh, it was actually the same song as in Ace Ventura. Oh shit, really? That's all I could think. I of thought the rest I recognized the it. And then I read the story for the band. <laughs> this has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah. But I just want you to imagine being in Cannibal Corpse, being <laughs> on set, and Jim Carrey walking up in full Ace Ventura get up being like, "Oh, I'm so happy you guys are here. I love you." guys. <laughs> imagine that being the thing that happened in your life. Would you keep on performing? <laughs> Forever. <laughs>
0: uh, so, anyway, we mentioned that there are orcs in this movie and that there are humans in this movie and indeed fairies. Sort Goddamn of. Goddamn. Fucking are, are actually, elves. actually, could it be fairy? Is it the same move? Is it the fa- same fairy at the beginning as it is at the end? Oh, oh whatever. God, well, no, he fucking murders that fairy with Oh, a yeah, that's right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no so reason. memorable. The killing the fairy scene.
1: He fucking beats it to death on his front lawn. Well, it looks like it's a
0: pest. And his wife told him to do it, so. Look, if the little woman wants to do it, you gotta do it. Uh, anyway, they go to Elftown. There are elves in this movie. They represent the... J- <laughs> uh, bankers. And they... Uh, you can't go
1: through Elftown,
0: Jacoby. Elftown. Fucking
1: whatever, now, man.
0: No, that's not the thing. It's not just like the fact that there is an Elftown. Did you see the way that they were dressed? Oh, that boy, did was I. the most Final Fantasy beats Skies of Arcadia beats fucking Chrono Trigger-ass shit I have ever seen in my life. They all look like JRPG characters.
1: <laughs> they're fucking shitty contact lenses and they're fake ears. Oh, the fake ears, dude. The fake God ears. Damn it. As soon as they said Elf Town, my heart I was like, they're all gonna have pointy ears, aren't they? It, it's great sure shit. because, like... I could, like I, I, could have, I could have been an elf in this movie. I could a fucking Elite Four member with long silver hair.
0: I could have been an elf in this movie because I have a big face. I would have shaved and all they had to do was put makeup on my cheeks. <laughs> Must be
1: nice. Yeah, so... Oh, I would have been part of the 1% in this alien world. No biggie.
0: So what was in? Netflix movie, guys. So, dude. 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 When they'd start talking about oh well, you know, just because my ancestors two thousand years ago, and they start talking about the Dark Lord. Holy dog shit. I'm so happy. If you guys want to hear
1: vague allusions to the Dark Lord two thousand years ago and choosing sides, I have the movie for you. (laughs) It's called a fucking gun. (laughs) Like I didn't even hate this movie, but everything I say about it makes me think uh, maybe it probably was the worst thing I've ever seen. Hey, uh, remember Kingsman two? Maybe it was the second Welcome to twenty eighteen,
0: dick shit. So uh, now there's another one it's that fine. gets a bit worse. All of my vengeance Now I, I want. Uh, now I want you to remember because I bet you don't. Those two DEA agents. Oh, I should sure DEA, sorry, two internal <laughs> no, t- in, s- internal affairs <laughs> uh, agents. Now they both have these shitty mustaches. And I, I gotta ask you Did they ever come back in the movie? <laughs> no nope. Then why were they performing like that? Hey we got one scene We gotta get this on tape Evidently they were just like Listen we're getting like three minutes In a Netflix movie I, I, I gotta tell my girlfriend that I really went for it
1: <laughs> You know what they reminded me of actually? Facial hair and all what? The two mustache cops and Hot Fuzz <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's kind really of really going old. for it. I was
0: actually thinking was one actually. of them kind of reminded me of the deputy in Stand Against Evil.
1: Yes, I will recommend that. <laughs> they're gonna say the deputy in Blair Witch too, and I got real high.
0: Oh, if only! Now, I've if got, goddamn thing is orange,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Elder One, Harry. <laughs> so, man, better movie.
0: Oh, I, absolutely! Now, this is one of the ones where they're in the movie and they tell him, "Oh, you should betray this guy." everyone just wants to betray this or just like sell them out it's like oh you get it because the cops are really racist yeah we, we get it if parker it's 2018 it's you know it's a big year for us now i keep feeling like people are spoiling for a revolution remember the civil rights act remember marching on selma if you had one person to make an artistic statement about race relations would it be max landis <laughs> the I would one guy...
1: probably go Hey Max Landis laid the groundwork Now director of Oscar winning Suicide Squad Give it that damage touch But we need to talk punch about some it issues. up
0: Even if briefly we have to
1: include Joe Rogan so people know where we stand <laughs> Look When it's time to throw people against the wall I want them to know that I'm all about Shopping and audit.com for brain pills That make me smart now did i say stand i meant kneel
0: i'm dan snyder and i'm going to kneel with you guys i'm on your side so
1: yeah power to the players dan (laughs) snyder slash gamestop
0: okay so basically what they're on the lookout for is they're on the lookout for i don't know how this happens but they're they've responded to some sort of like oh there's a disturbance at this area or something like that they go through and there's some magic ass dead bodies all over the place and then did you ever play killer seven
1: Oh my god, years and years ago.
0: It's such a good game. Anyway, there's some weird elf person who's like fused to the wall or some shit. It reminded me of one of the Killer 7 enemies. And (laughs) like, I, I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck? They're not reacting to this the right way. And they come across an elf girl who's, I don't know, a teenager or some shit. And this, to me, was one of the most comedic moments of the movie. She's, like, bouncing off walls and stuff and doing all these unnecessary slides and jumps and flips. When she slides under the foosball table and Will Smith just goes around it. (laughs) Then she jumps out and she does this flip off the wall that she didn't have to do. And then she flips out this other, like, way and she stops and faces the doorway to look at Will Smith as he comes out and chases her. What's, What's the point?
1: Guys, the action in this movie fucking sucks.
0: Oh, thank God you agree with me. I th- it is horrendous. I'll, I'll have more to say about that. Anyway.
1: Like, near the end of the movie, when it came down, I was like, alright, this is a shootout scene. Looking at my phone. Could not be bothered to watch the poorly lit, poorly choreographed fight scenes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it turns out there's a wand in there, and if you touch the wand, you'll blow oh my up. God. Oh, we forgot to with mention only
1: a bright can touch the wand, Chris. Oh, we
0: forgot to mention the guy with the sword being interviewed by the magic, <laughs> the magic investigation agency or some shit. <laughs>
1: the fucking magic feds holy shit balls. Parker
0: I wanted to talk to you about this if we take oh out God. if we take out the guy with the sword is this movie any different if we take out the magic feds <laughs> is this movie any different the
1: magic feds
0: <laughs> now I will say the magic feds did have one of my favorite guys a huge guy with a beard how did that guy get to be, I don't know how did that guy get to be in
1: movie <laughs> it's all these fucking elves and wizards and just a fat ginger dude like Ah, I see a (laughs) tattoo on the back of your head.
0: Now, what was with that elf with a huge-ass face?
1: I don't know What was with any of it What was with the fucking centaur and riot gear he, I, I almost died <laughs>
0: That fucking guy with a big face Had blue hair like he's fucking Steve Vai
1: Jesus Christ so, There's a fucking If you look in the background In one of the like city shots There's honest to god a fucking dragon flying <laughs> I almost pissed myself
0: Oh my god And That's the thing is like This is the point in the movie where I had to pause and i wrote down like verbatim people actually like this
1: <laughs> oh my god I... so we were talking about the internal affairs guys yeah you forgot so they're interrogating him because they think the jacobi let the orc get away yeah and they said he could have possibly made that jump to that ladder and he asked him do orcs have mad hops oh
0: i, I forgot to write that down thank you for saying <laughs> yeah that. i did not <laughs> Holy Jesus! Yeah, I and the thing, the way he says it, he, he said it in basically the. Sa- I'm sorry, uh, he said it in basically the same voice that you did. Like no one says "mad hops." No one has ever said "mad hops." I know several black people. No one says "mad
1: hops." <laughs> I know several black. People. I I have met African Americans. Oh, my best friend's an orc. <laughs> Shut up! I love watching. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I love watching BOC videos. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So, so the interrogation Her favorite goes on. side is
0: Orc and I'm like, oh man, these uh, these guys seem like real badasses. The uh, magic feds, anyway. So there's a wand there, and the wand it's basically exactly what it sounds. It's it's a, it's a magic wand. It it can do whatever you want. So the racist cops come in. And, oh, racist cops! Kind of, and uh, they're. <laughs> hey, just like, I
1: think you might be trying to say something with this movie. Yeah, I know it's it's speaking to the people. The um, fucking shot of the the cops pulling orcs out of their poor rundown homes and hitting them with sticks.
0: You got it. Yeah,
1: you guys get. Well, it. Max Landis really knows what's know, like, Chris. So if you're a cop first or an orc
0: first, Max Landis is just putting his pain on screen so that we can see so anyway uh his dad
1: put some paint on screen too now i
0: think they might be trying to make the idea here that racists are stupid because they got that mustache cop who says it's a magic wand it could do everything it could give you a million dollars it could give you 10 million dollars and all i could think about was dr evil and a little finger on his lips (laughs) and then he's like It could get you a new house could make your dick bigger and i'm just like beavis and but yeah
1: i got it i got the joke before he said yeah, it thank
0: you it's just the entire time oh, dang, i, I dang. can't believe that they're just going all the way here uh, and just like it, okay i know there's a term i like to use called spoiled for choice not that i invented it but like I, I heard it a long time ago and i i just use it all the time now if a magic wand can do anything shouldn't you try to be a little bit creative this is the problem that I had with the purge is that if your idea here is that all crime is legal, why is the first thing that you turn to mass murder it could be a whole lot more creative if you did all this other bizarre shit and that could set up its own story instead, no, a magic wand can do anything it can make your dick bigger
1: alright, so we're chasing this magic thing what does it do? Everything oh well okay then yeah, it's, remember Hey, this movie's only two hours long. Can't expand on that any further. Like
0: sometimes limitations are a good thing because they allow for more creativity. That's one of the reasons why Twitter is so good. You're only limited to a certain amount of characters, and then you have to be a little bit more judicious with what you choose. That 280 character limit has since kind of neutered the idea of creativity. But think about, uh, here's another fancy thing with orcs in it, the Lord of the Rings. The one ring makes you invisible. That's about it. And... That is a lot of creativity. It's like, oh, how could being invisible help me? Well, I can do this, this, and this now. But there are limits to that. and There's this, that, and the other thing. And that there's a whole lot of power here. And one person being invisible, that could be the difference between winning in, uh, a battle and losing a battle. And hey, that's a big deal. If it could just do anything, then fuck! If you could just, you could just take over the world with then. You know. Anyway, um, so the, the the elf girl is running away from some other elves and one of them is basically atomic blonde and they have to Mm -hmm. uh hide the wand and uh Mm -hmm. the the cops want to shoot the orc and then they want to kill will smith too i don't know why i do not know why they're like two cops are going to die well why follow me
1: (laughs) when they started calling the orcs pigs it's like jesus fucking christ movie try harder yeah try it all
0: anyway will smith decides to murk all the other cops and uh (laughs) that sets off a chain of events wherein they have to escape at first i thought it was going to be uh four different factions but really it's just three they have to escape the atomic blonde played by Numi rapace who i have to admit Numi rapace is my favorite part of the movie mostly because she barely gets a line uh but also, she's she's really good in almost everything she does. She's very good at acting with her face. She was in the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series. and She's a very talented actress. I'm very happy she for her. She was very
1: good in Logan Lucky and one of the few good parts of Alien Covenant. Hey, there so. we go.
0: See, I, I like Nimi like Rapace, so I'll give her that. They also have to escape from <sighs> the gangsters.
1: <laughs> Holy Jesus, tap dancing Christ. There's
0: a guy named Poison in a wheelchair. Um <laughs> he's got tattoos all over and stuff and he he doesn't call anyone essay but i thought that was gonna pop out of his mouth by the way
1: with his shitty fake tattoos and the performance the leader was giving (laughs) like if you're watching this from across the room you're like oh sweet i haven't seen this key and peel before because he looks just like keegan michael key in character Like, oh "Oh, you heard you got a wand in here And they keep coming back. You done oh messed up, God. O-R-C.
0: So... Uh, now, they also have to... Jacoby?
1: Is there a Jacoby? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. So they also... Now they <laughs> Fuck. I lost it now.
0: They also have to escape from... Another set of orcs for some reason. Uh, they but they get kidnapped by these orcs. Now uh, before I get to them, I also thought they were going to have to run away from the cops.
1: I don't think <laughs> nope. The, you just murdered four yeah, cops. And one of them being the fucking deputy. Like all right, well apparently
0: no. Who cares? And the other uh, people I thought they're going to have to run away from was like. I thought that the magic feds would come after them. It, they 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 were setting them up like they were some dark knight looking ass villains. They never. They only come back at the very end. They disappear for a good like what ninety minutes, right?
1: I have a note in all caps that just says the magic task force, <laughs> Dude, which came right after Clan Law. I, shut up.
0: Anyway, fuck this movie. It's 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 really. They, they totally. Just disappear from the screen, anyway. So they have to get away from the uh, from the gangsters. And the whole time, I'm thinking, do you ever see the movie The Warriors? Yes. Yeah, now remember the it. orphans? How the orphans were nothing. That's yes. immediately my impression of these guys. It's like, oh yeah, we're all these <laughs> guys. It's like, movie could, dude, we have a fucking magic wand that can blow people up and guns.
1: Like we could. You if you're this in a movie wheelchair, could have used a DJ narrator. No, instead, instead of. <laughs> Tell me about the nightclub, Chris. Well,
0: we're going to get to the nightclub, but first we have to talk about the car chase. Now, I keep saying, oh, oh, have you ever seen this movie? Now, here's another little-known movie. I happen to like it a lot. It was called Mad Max Fury Road. That's how oh, you do a car chase. And it's not just, oh, make it the entire movie. No, 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 no. The action informs the story. The action informs yep. the characters. You learn more about the world. You learn more about the characters by what happens in the car chase. This was Max Landis got to a certain point where he felt tired of writing. So he wrote down in brackets and all capital letters, action scene. Fuck you, Max Landis. That was a complete waste of my time.
1: Uh, action. You figure it out.
0: Yeah, he just well, you know what? I'm just like, oh well, then it's David Ayer's fault for not adapting it well enough. Well, fuck both of you, because this is awful. I learned nothing from the action scene. I got dumber from the action. Remember how in a, uh, what's 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 one where, it's it's a Keanu Reeves movie that I like so much. Everyone likes it. They made two of them. Kills his dog. Oh, John Wick. Yeah, John Wick. John Wick. About to say
1: all of them. No, John in the mud. No, 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 no. Uh,
0: John Wick. Okay, we've learned enough about John Wick in like the first five minutes of the movie but the action is so well choreographed that it's just so much fun to look at it's just a very pretty display of martial arts and violence this this is not well shot I had no idea no, what was going no, 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 on for no. half the time that was a terrible car chase right. again complete waste of my time oh they don't teach that at the academy we'll go back to 1980s good one alright that's that's the best you could do I mean Art, you know, can you yeah. imagine Arnold in that situation what he would have said oh, like five different things that would have been funnier he would have
1: carried that fucking car off on his shoulders yeah but you know what You just said something that struck a chord he said <clears throat> action informing you about the character so this movie is all about orcs being persecuted right, right. Chris, tell me one thing you know about orcs in this movie.
0: They're bl- uh, they have a dark lord two thousand years ago.
1: Why are they persecuted? Why does everyone hate them? What do they do? Uh, What's their situation uh, like? Tell me literally anything about them.
0: I, they're blood. Um, don't I, uh, <clears throat> listen? max landis also wrote chronicle so you have to respect that's a
1: that's a fine that is a movie but i read a lot of reviews for this when it first dropped because they were all horrendous and the one that stuck with me was the one on birth movies death it just like offhanded to mention like hey compare this movie treats its monsters to how del toro does (laughs) by the way this cost 90 million shape of water cost less than 20 good job everyone
0: Well, that's the thing this movie doesn't even look good if you're going to spend 90 million like dollars why not make it shit. look like it's fucking decent it looks like the dirty entire and depressing.
1: second hour it just takes place in a gray muddy like gears of war with the brightness turned it's down it like pr- it's practically garbage. blackout
0: it's 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 so difficult to see everything and it's almost for the better
1: but like there are some scenes with them in the car it's like do they just not have time to do his makeup all the way is that why it's so dark in here i, I think that it might
0: have like actually been it. it it was awful i just i couldn't stand it anyway so they this is why when make I,
1: a movie about monsters if you're not going to tell me about yeah oh, well they they get to God, i wish i watched the shape of water instead of this movie yeah me
0: too well they get to the club scene parker <laughs> first of all now you've said you're tired of prophecies and movies i'm tired of club scenes i'm so sick and tired of club scenes I and mean, remember the club scene in uh blair witch the third one Oh why God. go there just so we could be like yo club scene you know and this is another one it's pers- like yo club it's like a whole different movie the loud music the strippers people doing coke it's just like yeah
1: everyone's been to a remember club, how dude. the club scene in john wick was the best scene in the movie yeah okay that's i mean that's the God. only good one but like you see something
0: like this you're just like i get it you're, what are you trying to shock like 70 year old catholics
1: come on wait do you mean there's orcs and titties in this world (laughs) what the fuck's going on are there orc titties is there orc green titty no
0: the good news is that we also have a house band so mark colombo came (laughs) out and brought out (laughs) leonard davis and
1: no how dare you (laughs) piece of shit god damn it Dude, hey, you're I lucky.
0: I, because I actually originally wrote down crowbar. <laughs>
1: oh my god! I took a drink. I died. Did you see how
0: big they were? It was like that. Marco fucking hates orcs. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs>
1: Phil Coston <and> Trumps. <laughs> Just going to bang the cymbal and fucking winging that drumstick into the air. So dumb piece of So shit. we can just agree that
0: that was Letter Davis going. Oh no, no, no! <laughs>
1: I mean, he was not orc, so it fits. <laughs> yeah, I guess. This is the movie we're watching. So, oh god, damn it. Well, anyway, this
0: is about the time where I wrote down: if you like this movie, you're probably pretty boring. <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to... I usually don't try to run down people who like... Look, if you like Justice League, then you like Justice League. It doesn't make you a worse person, but if you like this movie, you're you're probably at least a little bit boring, you know?
1: I mean, you might be dumb, and that's fine. I like a lot of dumb shit, Yeah, but you fucking know. look at me,
0: dude. How many times did I see Dark Knight Rises in theaters? Don't mention it. How many? Shh, don't worry about it. Anyway, so... Our good friend... I don't, I don't even remember what happens to that whole thing, Uh, but...
1: Don't like the the gangbangers. God
0: no. oh, yeah, that's trying to right, hold yeah. him up and then the elves show up and do the worst shot wire food you've ever seen. Oh, it was so embarrassing. I will, again I will say Numa Rapace did as good of a job as she possibly could, but the whole time I, I like how Will Smith was just like Yeah, let's let's just give him the wand. You know? Just fucking give up. Yeah. I have to admit, I, the, right, the entire boy. time I was just just give him the wand and the movie. As soon yeah. he said, I was like huh! I, I like checked how much time was left in the movie, I was like, Oh, there's another hour to I go
1: I think at this point I paused it and I looked at the timer I was like is this fucking plot gonna start now <laughs> cause like I've, I got the I world was he I was hoping it was going to end well uh, no such luck anyway uh,
0: Poison gets killed he was like my favorite guy in the movie so anyway uh, they, they all <laughs> he was no
1: <laughs> 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 I already got a wand there are dead cops around here <laughs>
0: wait, wait was Good that movie. your was that your Mexican impression <laughs>
1: That was his fucking performance.
0: Actually, you're kind
1: of right. Don't put this
0: on me. I'm sorry. you actually now that I think more about he it, was he was swinging could, for the fences. You could not do a Hispanic accent in the slightest. Uh, I'm not saying you gotta go full Speedy Gonzales here, but at least try, <laughs> you know.
1: Anyway, um, faster, more intense, anyway, more Mexican.
0: Everyone mercs everyone else, and I can't believe I just said that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, they, they're still going, I guess. And they are able to get out and they go to a gas station. I think it's the same gas station that they used in the what was it, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one that they're standing outside of. And our good friend <laughs> Rodriguez meat. shows up. Now, he shows up at the beginning of the movie and says, yeah, Mexicans are still getting grief for the Alamo. The other I, one. I'm, dude, I'm white. And I go to the secret white people meetings where we plan how to be racist. Alamo doesn't come up. I, I live I just, in
1: texas no one has spoken about the alamo unless the alamo bowl is happening uh, well which it is not correct or if you're
0: watching king of the hill it's like ah my favorite beer and then he crack open something else <laughs> uh but like either either way it's just like he, as soon as you see him what's the first thing you think he's gonna die of course yeah you're just like that guy has death rate as soon as he starts talking i like hey man we gotta really you are dead
1: you are absolutely <laughs> going to be. Got fifth kids on the way. Can't wait to retire soon and take care of my adult Mexican children. Oh God, I got shot.
0: <laughs>
1: no, I will say
0: that uh, one of my other
1: uh, one of the things he
0: said like, oh, this is uh, irritating to watch. was, like in in Mother, right? Um, oh my God, the thing that got me. You're talking about in Mother, like they're they're all sitting on the. Uh, on the sink and stuff like that. Oh, that would frustrate me just watching it and be like, Guys, stop sitting on her fucking sink. What it's creaking. Just get off. You're going to fucking break it. I'm sorry. So he's on the phone and Will Smith keeps telling him to get off the phone Rodriguez keeps te- keeps telling him to shut the fuck up and Will Smith keeps telling him don't tell me to shut the fuck up and uh, Rodriguez says I'm on the phone and then Will Smith says shut the fuck up and then it keeps going back and forth it's like crossfire over here it's terrible I thought they were working their way to a song it's just it goes on for like maybe seven seconds it's the longest seven seconds of the movie it's just like oh my god would one of you just propose to the other one already anyway so they set up a call with the magic fence And the magic feds (laughs) say, okay, where's the wand? And uh, they talk about first, a wand. No, so can you get me off or like kill those four people? Uh, Do you you have the wand? And uh, (laughs) meanwhile, the. Elf assassins, atomic blonde. Her name is Layla, but I'm gonna call her atomic blonde. uh Destroy the signal tower or something like that to cut off the call. <laughs> yeah, sure. With, Whatever uh, movie. Why don't they have
1: magic? But they destroy a cell tower.
0: I uh I didn't know what's going on. <laughs> then Rodriguez gets shot by. Uh,
1: I don't remember. Um, I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I don't
0: remember either. Anyway, so they they're able to get away, I guess. And I thought they dropped the wand at first. Anyway, some guy picks up the wand and explodes because the guy with the sword didn't make that clear. Again, why is he in the movie? Why? Anyway. Um, so some some things happen. I, I'm checking my notes here. Did anything important happen? Oh yeah, they get kidnapped by a bunch of orcs. And brought oh like this guy's Biggie Smalls looking ass lair.
1: Fucking He describes the great orc block parties he used. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, dude, okay. That was oh the that God. was the biggest
0: uh disconnect for me for this whole time. You you don't often hear orcs talk in the movie. The the most connection that you have with an orc is joel edgerton and whenever joel edgerton speaks he just <laughs> he has nice. his own little thing where he's he's a little too formal or something or he uses a little too many words when people would cut something off right this orc is just black right he's it, just like this is how like i guess how max Landis thinks black people are more it was like uh, we had mad black blog people have parties, block
1: parties? <laughs> They have pit bulls and block parties. And then... And they read Word Up magazine. I've heard about this. And then the popo
0: had a straight tripping, y'all. Jesus fucking... (laughs) Who brought guns?
1: The police. Okay, movie. I got it. Got it loud and clear.
0: This is a real movie. This is... Max Landis gets their struggle. 90 million (laughs) dollars. Yeah. So... Anyway, like, okay, we're going to kill him now. And then, this is this is what really got me. This really, 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 really fucking got me. Oh, this movie's so good. I have to go back because we passed over. It's a minor plot detail. And when I say minor, oh, you guys have no idea. Way back when Will Smith almost got blasted in the chest and died, is his orc friend chased after that guy. As soon as that guy chases after him, it's like, you know that it's he's like... He he's on your side he's a good cop and then that guy got away right the the orc who shot him in the chest got away turns out he had the wrong guy he misidentified the person and he actually helped him escape and it's blah 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 there's you know tension between them turns out the guy he helped escape is part of this mafia gang and he can't kill him as like initiation because he was the one that he saved and so he just leaves and then his father shoots joel edgerton anyway <laughs>
1: He shoots him You gotta go home now, <laughs> they just shoot
0: Why was any of that backstory in the movie Why was that kid As in the you movie know, he, the, He's he had, a good orc cop. He had no point to be in the movie It has no bearing on the plot whatsoever
1: Well you see um...
0: You cut that out how is the movie that different it really is. Well,
1: it's misunderstood because we didn't we didn't know what happened. You could have
0: just said that the guy got away because oh he can't make a sixteen foot jump because orcs they don't, have, don't
1: have mad hops, Chris. Because you, you
0: could have just said that it wasn't actually an orc that it was actually one of the elves who do have mad hops. Those dirty it was just disguised as an elves. orc.
1: Well, here's my question. It would have for been you. a better idea. I'm so at one point. This is apropos of nothing, but it has been bothering me since I watched it. Mm-hmm. At one point, he tells an orc to get their Shrek-looking ass out of there. So I'm to understand that Shrek exists in the Bright Universe. I've not stopped thinking about this since last night, Chris.
0: Well, orcs aren't ogres.
1: (laughs) Are orcs like onions, Chris? Uh, What about parfait? Oh,
0: my God. Remember that scene in Bright when they start Uh, talking about parfaits in the car? Everybody loves parfaits. Man, ain't no orcs love parfaits. Oh,
1: my God. And there's a dragon. That donkey fucked that dragon and it's flying around the crime-ridden streets of L.A. Oh, maybe
0: that's how fairies get made. Anyway. um, So... Joel Edgerton I'm gets sorry, shot, bro. and he falls down their, their hell pit, which, by the way, I think they actually ripped that straight off of Lord of the Rings, which I didn't know you could God, do, but yeah. Christopher Tolkien's like 93 now. He'll let anything slide. And then I was just like, the, the entire time, I'm thinking, where's that fucking one? Where's the one? Did they drop it? Did I miss something? I'm like, I'm not going to go back
1: and rewatch it, because fuck it. <laughs> I you. really enjoyed this series of texts, by the and way. And then,
0: and then, the little elf girl... Pulls the wand out of her arm, not not like oh it was up her sleeve or in her pocket. No, no, she hid it in her arm. I, 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 okay, and then she just <laughs> revives him. So, why should we feel upset that he was killed? Just oh no, five seconds. The one guy who we liked in the movie. Oh, he's he's a uh, he's back, back again.
1: We don't even go Total to trim. a different scene.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like
1: it's just immediate. Think think about like uh,
0: movie deaths that really really hurt. Like uh seeing gandalf killed in the first lord of the rings movie that hurt me i, mean, I was a kid i'd never read the books here so it's just as soon as he died i was like oh my god no and i was just like oh that's terrible but then he comes back in the second movie i had to wait years for him to come back i was just like oh my god he's back that's so incredible that's so cool it's now apparently that's just five seconds it's like oh that guy we really liked his day de- oh, oh he's He's Imagine
1: fine. if after you finish ugly crying at the end of Logan, he's like, actually, I was able to heal.
0: <laughs> See, the healing with the adamantium, it just completely kills it. It completely kills the whole mood. So, the good news is there's only one fake-out death in this movie. Anyway, uh, so, yeah. the, after, she brings this guy back from the dead with a wand, which, by the way, remember how that magic was too powerful, even for the genie in land, Too powerful, even for the world of Harry Potter? But... <laughs> In this one, yeah, they could just do it now, and everyone's just
1: dealing. Why have her. rules about life and death? That makes consequences. Yeah, well... Even Dragon Ball's like, you can only bring him back, like, twice, and they're fucking in hell forever. Exactly.
0: But either way, like, so they leave, they're just able to escape, and then one of my favorite shots is like two seconds. It focuses on that <sighs> Biggie Smalls orc, and he just <laughs> kind of looks at the camera and then looks to his right like, uh, did they just get away? And then they just cuts well, away. I'll be. <laughs> and then no one goes yeah, after No
1: him. one tries to stop them. Yeah, you... They just look like, oh, I guess she's magic. Like,
0: wouldn't you want a wand that can bring people back from the dead? Wouldn't that be pretty cool? And then cool? the orc
1: that's wearing a deer head for some reason, because it's a prophecy. He has risen. <sighs> Next scene. Okay. By the way, I didn't realize... That we weren't supposed to know that she was a bright. Like, I thought we I th- assumed I thought that the was, whole time she. I thought that was obvious. I thought that was the whole point of them kidnapping her. Yeah. It was a bigger feel of like, wait, you could do magic? Like, also, why did she wait till after he got shot?
0: Okay, so I have to admit, as soon as the words only a bright can control the power of the one, I did hazard a guess that, okay, a bright is going to be a person, so it's going to be Will Smith. And spoilers it turns out yeah it actually was Will Smith but of
1: course it is who
0: fucking cares everyone could see that coming oh you are the special chosen one one in a million Uh, yeah he's Will Smith in a major motion picture we get it you know like why was that supposed to be a big reveal anyway they keep running away and they're like oh we gotta get her to a hospital because this girl's dying and all of a sudden she can speak English except it's not very good and Oh, they didn't even do anything funny with her being able to speak Elvish versus Orkish, Except it was like, oh, I took two years of Elvish in high school. Good one. And then they just talked normal. Yeah, they were
1: just like, oh, I took two years of Elvish. Oh, she says they're coming this way. We need to leave now. Yeah,
0: well, which by the way, I like how uh, Will Smith was just like, oh, and she could just speak Elvish now. It's like even he was. I'm pretty sure that was an ad lib. He was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, no, I have to deal with this. Okay, let's roll.
1: Speaking of rush hour, that joke works way better there. Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking Lutely Because they Man, didn't want to watch want Rush
0: it. Hour right now Let's do that next Anyway hour, so. All three of them <laughs> Well uh, Anyway uh, <laughs> You know they're coming out With a fourth What
1: the fuck and, uh, I mean I'll still be I there mean, hell, yeah, dude, I mean hell yeah It's
0: Jackie Chan now, This one I'll watch Jackie In almost anything even the medallion. So, uh, Ooh, I saw that in theaters. Um, hell yes. Yeah, yeah, you
1: know. Um, so we take 45 minutes to catch up with the plot to what we already know oh, that she can do magic. Yeah, so Great. anyway, Newbie Rapace
0: comes back and is chasing her down, and, uh, Then they corner her in a kitchen and this super badass assassin who's just been like killing everybody. Killing a baby. I don't know what was up with that. Yeah,
1: what was the point of that scene?
0: Yeah, oh, they're so cruel. They're so bad. They'll even kill a baby. Uh, Okay. Baby's crying. We get it. They're they're elves. They're they're so evil. This movie, again, if they're really trying to portray these people as like, oh, these are the Jews. This movie is so anti-Semitic. This might be the most anti-Semitic movie I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> I've got some people you talk to. I got some YouTube movies. Uh, well,
0: me. I'm not gonna watch it. It, it. I don't know. Anti-Semitism really bothers me, especially because of all of whatever we saw in 2016 and 2017. <laughs> Can't imagine why it's a hot button issue. I well, yeah, but it's <laughs> just it, like work violence. It, it bugs me in particular. It really does. I just uh,
1: fucking. Well, let me, me take your mind off of it by reminding you that at one point, the they're talking about the elves running everything. Will Smith's like I thought that was the Illuminati, and she dead ass says. They destroyed the Illuminati a hundred years ago. <laughs> I was ready to die in that moment. I, I, I was so ready. I started thinking Lord about jokes me. for
0: stuff that wouldn't even be used on the podcast. I was started <laughs> to think about, it's like, if if the Illuminati is that real, that tangible, then even Mel Gear Solid, like, basically said, oh, the Illuminati is something. It's like you don't even really imagine. It. It's more like an, an idea. And I was just like. Well, what if I could just like submit a job application and just apply with the Illuminati? Imagine not being as subtle as Metal Gear Solid. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, they kill Numi Rapace. They do it by one of them grabs her arm, one of them shoots her with like what taser or something like that, and then he blows her up with a you. wand. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Ten, God damn it! This movie now, sucks. Ten
0: seconds pass and she comes back because she's what immortal or something like that. Sure. Yeah, then they're bathing that one Elvis chick in a pool or something
1: <laughs> underneath a big tree. Yeah, I, by this, a, yeah, sure, whatever. You're gonna have to. Do I a missed lot the of heavy three movies there. that explain this because
0: I was on my phone for a lot of the third act. I was just. There's to no through. heavy
1: lifting to be done. They have a confrontation. They chase the MacGuffin. Will Smith gets it. He's the chosen one. He shoots a CGI oh, yeah. laser, oh, yeah. and they win. Yeah.
0: And this time for real, like
1: every piece of shit movie you and saw then, from two thousand one uh, to 2009 Oh
0: yeah, then that the the building is on fire, and uh Joel Edgerton, oh my god, I limps forgot. back in uh, to save his buddy, and oh my, what a the good magic cop. feds question them, and they're just talking over each other, and question them is like, oh, this happened, then this happened, then this happened, and nothing interesting happens. What happened to the wand?
1: Fuck if I know. Oh well, find out in the sequel. I'm,
0: I'm sure that I'm sure it was a big deal, and I'm really dumb for missing it. Um, and then at the very end of the movie, they both get medals and awards and commendations, and they solve race relation. Oh, uh, we'll save that <laughs> for the sequel. Uh, this movie didn't resolve any actual conflict.
1: He's a cop now. He was a cop before. But he has a medal, but now he has a medal like at the end of Star Wars. Oh
0: yeah, well, yeah. he has more medals than uh, the Wookiee does. <laughs>
1: Bullshit. So for the ending music, can we use Baked Alaska's We Love Our Orc Cops? No, uh,
0: I've already chosen that one. Damn it. it you, you've you heard Black and White by Michael Jackson, right?
1: Of course I have.
0: Listen, I would rather hear Michael Jackson talk about race relations than Max Landis.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, man. So, Chris, what were your thoughts on Bright? I think it's in the bottom five movies of the year. I think it's right down there with the Emoji Movie, Transformers Last Night, Justice League, and... What was my other one? I had another one in there. It was either Olaf's Frozen Shard, maybe The Snowman, something like that. Well,
1: by process of elimination, it's actually the best movie you've seen in 2018.
0: Oh, wait, I forgot about Fifty Shades Darker. And, yeah, it is the best movie. It's the only movie I've seen in 2018. Fuck you.
1: Like, it's so boring and poorly written. Like, I don't hate it, but this whole conversation has made me hate it more. Like, the first 20 minutes, like I said, are garbage. If you cut them out, you don't lose anything, and it probably gets better. There's a whole lot of,
0: like, five-minute scenes throughout the movie where if you don't if you don't have it in there, then you don't miss it. And you don't realize that the movie's any different.
1: Correct. Like, the plot's just your standard way to go get this thing, and then we'll stop the bad guy. And the social commentary is all embarrassing. But, like, I don't know. Like, it was... I can't say I hated it, because I didn't. I was more just bored. Did any of the lines just... stick with you? I wrote down so many. Now,
0: one of the lines that stuck with me, and I didn't even have to write it down, that really got to me, was when Will Smith says at the very end, we're still not friends. Thanks, movie. Oh, Thank I, you for your time. I have nihilistic a much different line that here. stuck
1: with me. Fuck you. Was when Will Smith is talking to Ork Cop, and Ork Cop looks at him in the eyes and says, do you know what that's like when your own people hate you? Suck a million dicks. The movie.
0: Exactly. I just. Oh, and again, Max Landis. Now like, you, I, I. can't imagine. Yeah, it's like that.
1: a kid describing what racism is. This race doesn't like this race. Got it.
0: Now I think black people should be allowed to vote and own property. Is that so odd? It just, <laughs> it's fuck just. fuck you? Where's
1: <laughs> my forty acres and an orc <laughs>
0: oh my god no one's we're gonna get reported for this I'm gonna lose my job over this Uh, that's fine I know but for real I just do you think that Jordan Peele could have done a better job with this movie
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ no for real though actually This would have been a funnier key in peel No that's not what I said This would have been hilarious Oh my god could you imagine that sketch oh. If they did like a Keanu where they just turned this into an hour and a half comedy Actually that that probably would have been better But man you know what yeah, let th- we'll think about it like
0: Jordan Peele already did Get Out which is already one of the best thrillers ever made and that's so good like why not uh why why not do something like this i I think he could do a fantasy i think he could do a pretty good job of it i mean he he's already got a creative mind he said he wanted to adapt uh uh, akira i i disagree with the choice to adapt something old like that why not do something new something creative he maybe he could turn this into maybe could salvage this mess and turn it into something you know of decent quality Uh. The way it is now This, this movie's awful this, this movie is so awful this, this These people don't understand What race relations are like People don't understand Why there's racial strife in the world Not the people who
1: made like this they, movie They built the world Now just give it to someone Who's not David Ayer Well there's that too And this movie does The laziest thing that I hate In shitty scripts With movies like this Where it's been like this For thousands of years Like What was it Two thousand years ago There was this shit with Orcs and the Dark Lord and nothing is different it's the exact same as it is in real life now like in what fucking world is this a mirror universe the one we live in when there's a dark lord and orcs swearing allegiance and these wars with all these races like don't just fucking try like if the problem is if you're enjoying the movie you don't ask that question you don't ask like wait a second why is everything exactly the same because you're having fun which I was not.
0: Now I gotta, I gotta tell you something on the subject of David Ayer. Do you know the director of movies such as Home Alone three, Scooby Doo, oh Scooby Doo two, Monsters Unleashed, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, The Smurfs, The Smurfs two? You know who directed uh, those movies? All the same guy, Raja Gosnell. Some I'm a real jerk here. And you know what? I feel like it's indicative of directors who constantly direct bad movies if you direct one bad movie you're probably going to direct a whole lot of other ones now rob reiner's an exception he made north one of the worst movies ever made but he had a fight uh, like a six-year stretch of five really good movies all in a row i have a feeling that david ayer fury has got to be his exception i after suicide squad and then this take the keys away from him he's not allowed to drive anymore god
1: there's one movie Dude, did you ever see Sabotage, the Arnold movie? It is...
0: No. So bad. Oh, man. I, I, it dude, I've already seen Red Sonia*.
1: Oh, boy. I mean, imagine, like, 2014 Arnold... With that David Ayer touch and that hard R rating. Oh, hey, if you like seeing women treated with respect, my friend, do I have a movie for you? Uh, I have a feeling Gotham City Sirens coming to a theater ah, near you. Shut up.
0: Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> 2018 is starting off with so much strength. This this movie has has made us so much worse. And you know what really gets Correct. me is that two things about it. One, that so many people saw it, and I understand Netflix is a is a social phenomenon right now, right until uh, the lack of net neutrality raises the prices and you know hitches all the bandwidth and stuff like that. And for all the people saying about to well-actually me about the lack of net neutrality, it's a joke, guys. It's a fucking entertainment podcast. Shut the fuck up. I don't actually care. Uh, the other thing about it, though, is that this was made in the first place. There are all these screenplays going around, all these spec scripts, all these, like, Check out this idea for a movie. You go to Max Landis. You think, oh, yeah, the guy, John Landis, he, you know, made all those great movies. His stupid little kid going around allegedly molesting all these women. He's the one that we're going to turn to for this script. He's the one who knows something about race relations. He's the guy who's got his finger on the pulse of the populace.
1: God, I'm so happy he got me too. A piece of garbage. I,
0: I I keep hearing all the stories about him and all the people who say, you know, what I didn't even hear the stories about him molesting these women allegedly. But every time I've met him, that dude is just so unlikable. Remember the sex article that he uh, was interviewed for? No, oh, I purge my you, mind of it. You've got to read this one. It's just like talking about man. All these women, they just want to sleep with me because they hear I'm a director. It, by the way, he's not really a director. You're the guy, dude. Victor
1: Frankenstein. Bro, hit my back wall I'm such a dirty pong for American Ultra with Jesse Eisenberg. I'm a messy slut and I fucking love James McAvoy and Harry Potter. Fuck him. I am so God
0: God. <laughs> oh, that was a, oh, Congratulations. <laughs> it's the hardest cycle after 2018. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Backstage oh, just could oh. suck my dick. I am so on board with hating this fucking guy. I, Not just the way he treats women, not just the fact that he writes terrible garbage, but the fact that people actually like this guy. He was on the Red Letter Media podcast. Not podcast, video series, that, whatever.
1: That upsets me. You know
0: what, guys? Yeah, it did up. own it. They kept making fun of his movies. Well, I mean, yeah, but still. But this, this is like when Mike Judge appeared on Infowars. You know, it's a it's a oh betrayal. My. It's someone Again. doesn't know better. Someone you really like. Why just would you know end
1: better. this podcast on that note? I n- people don't hero. forget. God damn it, Mike!
0: And the thing is, uh, at least Mike Judge had the good sense to say, "No, Alex Jones is a jerk." I didn't even know him back then, but you know what? It, it just it, it just Bugs me that people think this Max Landis guy can write anything good. Don't don't even bring up Chronicle because Chronicle was better as an idea than it was as a script.
1: Chronicle is a three out of five star movie. Yeah, and that's a. I'm not gonna go to. I'm not willing to go to bat for it. I'm not gonna die on that hill. You know what? That's the thing. It's like
0: I can't believe I'm saying this. An orc cop movie isn't that bad of an
1: idea. Like there were times I was like, man, I could i could see why people like this but then it kept going it's like i get it like it's clearly not for me and i think this is garbage but like i see what some people see in this it just it,
0: it just bugs me that it was made so poorly and look i i don't know that there is an answer to the way that race relations are right now and if there is an answer I don't think it's going to come in the form of a movie that that helped back in the '60s. Or like, guess who's coming to dinner was really helpful with that. Guess
1: orcs coming to dinner.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, fine. And I'm sorry. Uh, the heat of the night. Try that one.
1: <laughs> no, thank
0: you. The, you know, pretty much anything with Sidney Poitier. You know, the, all these all these movies that were really great for for race relations came out in the '60s and i don't think there's going to be one of those movies they have a certain amount of power but detroit's not helping anything along get out as as great as that was that's that's only going to make other people more set in their
1: ways like we, we god my can you believe that came out before charlottesville like it hasn't even been a year please and it's already more relevant God damn. yeah
0: you well know, that's the thing it's like again just racists are always going to be racist that's, that's just the way that it's going to be. There's not going to be some magic kumbaya moment. I mean, the, the closest that we can get to a recent movie would be, what, American History X?
1: <laughs> Man.
0: We're doomed to
1: not hold up. Uh,
0: really? I, I actually liked that movie when it came out. I don't remember it,
1: though. I just remember the dad from Boy Meets World saying the N word at the table. And getting, yeah, yeah. Getting beat up.
0: I... Well, you know, it's, it's kind of a sad state of affairs. Boy, this is kind of dour. What a, what a, what a sad way to Hold start on. off the new year. What to... You might
1: you have might to do some editing here. This
0: ending on a real downer. Shit. So, Parker, let's try to lighten up the mood here. What movie should we watch next? Do you have anything planned?
1: Well, there's nothing in theaters. Yeah, no. Unfortunately. I feel like I've, I've hurt you enough. Chris, how would you like to watch The Guest with me?
0: Oh, thank goodness. All right. I was looking forward to a good movie. No fake out? For a real? Movie,
1: friend. No fake out. And by the way, just know that if you don't love it, it could really put us straight out our friendship. So try and go in with an open mind. No. And you just be careful what you say. Now,
0: The Goodness is I actually read a review about this on terribleblog.net, but I don't remember any of the twists if you gave any of them away, so... Uh, So if I know you correctly This should either be like One of those body horror Like graphic brutal horror movies Or it's cape shit, right?
1: It's got Dan Stevens in a towel So (laughs) Hop on in! (laughs)